0: Let's go! It's Larry Fitzgerald time. How you doing, Fitz? We got a Super Bowl.
1: We do, and I'm I'm, I'm super excited about the matchup, Jim. Another uh, NFL Championship weekend was it, it lived up to the billing. Two fabulous games going down to the wire, uh, competing for their playoff mortality, and it was uh, it was fun to watch. It was fun to watch. Uh, let's start
0: with Joe Burrow. How about this guy? I mean, they're down twenty-one to three. Kansas City's going in for another score right before the half inexplicably, and we can get into it. They don't take the score, and they don't score on the touchdown attempt Tyreek Hill is tackled uh, before he gets to the end zone. But Joe Burrow, uh, I think the country is starting to fall in love if they haven't already from LSU, from coming back from the knee surgery, from the Heisman Trophy, to just the way that things have gone for him and the Cincinnati Bengals. It's, it's, it's fun to watch, and he's, and he's terrific to watch.
1: He really is, Jim. You, he's unflappable. I mean, there's plays in a game that, you know, most people would be completely dejected by. He's able just to overcome those and, and stay within himself. I mean, the play that that really defined that game for me last night was uh, is watching him on that third down conversion, um, a defensive player from the Kansas city chiefs had him in the grass. Um, he, he slipped out of that tackle was able to rush for a first down. And you can just look at the body language of the defenders on the Kansas city chiefs. They were demoralized and dejected, um, you know, thought they had him off the field and going to be able to get a short field coming back to have an opportunity to score. And they weren't able to do that. And they really just took the win out of their sales.
0: What do you see in him? And I know it's a team effort and he's got terrific receivers and we can talk about all of them. And things have just turned so quickly in Cincinnati so obviously there's more than one man but if you can pin the it factor
1: on him what is it about Joe Burrow first and foremost I look at is he's the toughness Jim I mean there's nobody he's the second most sack quarterback in the National Football League this year um, he's hit continuously he never gets uh gunshot, he stands right in there, guys barreling down on him, hitting him in his legs, hitting him in his chest, hitting him in his head. He stands in and delivers tough throw after tough throw. He never points the finger. He takes responsibility for the mistakes he he made. I don't know if you watched when he, throw the, he threw the pick um, in the second half and, you know, he got back to the sideline, there was no finger pointing. he went and had a conversation with his coaches, reassured his teammates that he was going to lead them to victory. And those are the intangibles that you look at and you see, this is a young man that is growing into a superstar right before our eyes. Is he there yet? Or are we anointing him just a little too soon? In two weeks, if he's able to, to raise that that Lombardi Trophy, Jim, you got to put him in a superstar category. Um, you know, he he's transcended a franchise who has been historically a, a a a team that has looked at has been looked at by everybody as a as a you know a, a bad franchise, a franchise who can't get out of their own way. He single-handedly, I'm not saying he's the only reason, but he is a huge reason behind the fact that. He's transformed uh, everybody's opinion of what this organization can do, not only this year, but for, for 10 plus years moving forward. Um, they have an arsenal of talented players that are young um, and hungry and, and still coming. You look at the running backs, both of those running backs, Pete Ryan and Mixon, both were fantastic yesterday in the passing game and the running game. Um, the offensive line really stepped up. They did a much better job than they did uh, a week ago against the Tennessee Titans. So you, you really have to just simply hack to that coach. Uh, coach Taylor's done a great job of getting that team prepared.
0: And there's a likability factor. I mean, you, yeah. you have that, quite frankly. People people come in contact with you. They see you on television. They watch you play. They like you. Uh, I watch Joe Burrow. I don't know Joe Burrow. I've met him. I've interviewed him. But I don't know him. But I like him. I just like the way he kind of goes about everything. And, and there seems to be uh, humility to him, a confidence to him. Uh, there's just a lot to him that's easy to like and uh, yeah, I, how much
1: does that play into this i think he plays a lot into it jim he i think we're going to see him on a lot of commercials this this off season um you know he does have a lot of wonderful likable qualities to him um he knows how to be self-deprecating laughs at himself you know people ask him about his chain and do are the diamonds fake you know i got too much i got too much money to wear fake now i, I just love you know, the interactions he has with the media and, uh, his quirky interviews after games. I mean, if, if you are a, a fan of people, I mean, you can't, you cannot like Joe Burrow.
0: And there's an honesty to him as well with that, without, without getting into people's face, which could, which can turn people off. There's a directness to him, uh, which comes off as, as you know, cool, but not you arrogant. Get,
1: no, you don't get the nickname, uh, Joe cool for, for no reason. I mean, everybody, uh, you know, sees him in, this, in the locker room with the cigars after the game and, you know, it's tradition that he started down in LSU. And and you love that he's just being himself. Jim, he's not out there putting on the front, trying to be like this guy, trying to be like that guy. He is who he is. He embraces it. And I, and I really enjoy that, and it, you know, in a, in a society now, everybody's trying to conform to, you know, the popular narrative. Joe Burrow does what Joe Burrow does. That's a good narrative. Jim
0: Gray with Larry Fitzgerald. Let's go is brought to you by Mastro's Steakhouse. A trip to Mastro's is a culinary adventure. Experience the good life with handcrafted cocktails, exceptional steaks, and the freshest seafood. Visit mastros.com for locations and reservations. And as we flip the other side of the coin here, Patrick Mahomes, a 21-3 lead. He's now been to four straight AFC championship games, uh, played in the last two Super Bowls, won't be going this year. Uh, he also just given the American public and chiefs fans so much joy in the way that he plays yesterday, really off in the second half. Um, when the game was 21 to three, everybody was already saying chiefs are going to the Super Bowl. They're going back to Los Angeles, uh, to play in the big game. Uh, was that your feeling as well? And, And what went so awry? Was it all the undoing there at the end of the first half when they didn't get any points Larry?
1: Well, Jim, I think that is where the start where the, the issues began. I mean, you go into the half, you're up 11 points at that time. Um, obviously, you would love to, to have a touchdown uh, and be able to go up, um, you know, three scores, but you have to look at the percentages for a team to be able to come on the road in the, in the AFC Championship um, to be able to, to score 14 points, um, to be able to you know, tie you and win. It's 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 difficult. You you want to take the field goal there um and be able to continue to put points on the board. This is a team that hadn't played well. You want to just keep pouring it on and they got away from the running game. That's really what jumped out at me early um in the second half, Jim. They started getting to a lot of deep throws and and Patrick was doing a lot of drop back passing. And I would love to be able to see them mix in the run a little bit more often because they did a great job of keeping a balanced attack in the first half. Um, you know, when you get away from that and also the uh, the Bengals made some great halftime adjustments. The way they started rushing Patrick Mahomes, trying to keep him inside the pocket, playing more zone cover so Travis Kelsey can't work the middle, and and, and Hill couldn't get behind him on the back end. They did a really good job of uh, of containing them.
0: Larry, as I was watching the end of the game there, when Kansas City had the ball before they kicked a the field goal to go into overtime, that kind of struck me as a team that was playing the clock more than they were playing the opponent and not wanting to give them the ball back with enough time. How did it hit you?
1: No, I didn't get that feeling. Um, I, th- I think they were doing a good job of, of managing the clock. Um, you know, w- if that was the case, they would have they stayed in bounds on a couple uh, opportunities that they had to be able to keep the clock running while also making first downs, which they didn't do. Um, Patrick Mahomes got out of bounds on the scramble when he was going out. I'm talking the about
0: was- the very end of the possession where they went back about 20-something yards in that last possession. Mahomes was running about- around. He fumbled the ball. Uh, lucky that they didn't lose it right there it just seemed very casual nonchalant and it seemed like they were in the mode of we better run down the clock we've got the field goal and it, it just it just seemed like a mess quite frankly
1: no I think that was just Patrick Mahomes being Patrick Mahomes I mean it's very easy to point out that one play where he scrambled took a sack fumbled the ball they were fortunate enough to be able to recover but he did that same play in the first half um, in the red zone when he hit Tyreek Hill streaking across the back of the end zone. I mean, he was running around, doing the things, improvising like he does so well. I mean, so you can't, you can't, you know, chastise him for making plays and trying to make plays when he does it so well, best in the business at doing it. Um, did it work out in that time? No, it didn't. But, you know, he's he's Houdini back there and he and he makes those type of plays. They were fortunate enough to get that ball back and kick the field goal. Um, but, I mean, I, I, like, I like the way he plays, Jim. I, I love his energy. I love his enthusiasm. I love his charisma for making those type of plays. I mean, that's why we all enjoy watching his, his play. You went from asking a question to chastising him. You're an interesting man today. No, Jim, I just, I, I love what he brings to the game. Um, you know, the way he's able to extend those plays and, 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 and do the things he does on the field. And at times it, 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 it backfires and you see plays like that happen. And it happened, unfortunately for them, at the most inopportune time of the season. Chastising someone is when they lose
0: picking games to a sportscaster as opposed to a perennial all-pro first-team or NFL man of the year. That's what being chastised is.
1: <laughs> Joe, don't be so sensitive, man. Come on now. i always, I, always, <laughs> I, always, I always known you as a man that has really thick skin. Let's, let's, not, let's not get so bristly. Please, come on.
0: It's not about me. I just wouldn't want you to think that I was chastising Patrick Mahomes. Love Patrick Mahomes. No one is right, more you. fun to watch than Patrick Mahomes, and no one has had a greater impact on the game in the last several years than Patrick Mahomes. He's changed it all. With that, let me remind you that GoldenNuggetCasino.com is available. In Michigan and New Jersey, you can play your favorite slots and table games like Blackjack Roulette and so much more. Please download the app on your phone or play online at Golden GoldenNuggetCasino.com. you got to be 21 years of age or over, Again, it's available only in Michigan and New Jersey. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-270-7117 or 1-800-GAMBLER. It's coming soon to your state. That's Golden goldennuggetcasino.com. All right, so we've got the Cincinnati Bengals all set up to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, Joe Burrow going to be just the seventh quarterback in Super Bowl history to be able to start the game in just his first or second NFL season. And the Cincinnati Bengals have a chance to do something they've never done before. As well as the LA Rams. LA Rams have never won a Super Bowl. Neither have the Cincinnati Bengals. Don't jump on me. I know the Rams won a Super Bowl. They were in St. Louis. But the only team in Los Angeles to ever win a Super Bowl was the Raiders. With Jim Plunkett, Marcus Allen, and Coach Florey. So a couple of firsts will occur uh, here a couple weeks from now. Uh, here in los angeles larry let's dissect the nfc championship game in our next segment but uh, a lot of coaching hires uh the most notable seems to be josh mcdaniels uh, going to the las vegas raiders Uh, mcdaniels who had a head coaching job um, in denver many years ago uh, almost became the coach at the colts decided not to go Uh, Been the top guy, top uh, offensive coordinator and lieutenant for Bill Belichick for a number of years. Coach Belichick compared Josh McDaniels to Nick Saban, uh, who's won all those championships at Alabama, saying that McDaniels has the same type of great football mind uh, as Saban uh, in terms of uh, his ability and his mind as a football coach. What do you think about that hire and the other hires that are going on around the National Football League?
1: Well, I've always been a big fan of of Josh McDaniels um, and just the intricacy of of his offense. I think he's going to do a great job. Um, I think when you take a position in National Football League, you have to look at the organization holistically. And you look at Derek Carr um, and you have to like what you see in him. He's an outstanding human being, loves to compete. Um, enjoys to play the game, is a a tremendous teammate to everybody in that community. And, um, you know, it's a great person to be able to build your system around. And, uh, you know, what better place to be able to do that with a great owner like Mark Davis, who's going to give you every single tool you need to go out there and have success with.
0: Larry, there's still several more openings uh, that will have to be filled by National Football League teams uh, as we're just uh, about midway through the hiring cycle. Uh, Is there anybody who you see that stands out that you would say, this guy should have a job right now and I would hire him immediately. Is that Jim Harbaugh? Is that Brian Flores? Who is that?
1: Well, I mean, you talk about Jim Harbaugh and his experience. Um, You know, he he led a team in the national football league to a Super Bowl with the San Francisco 49ers years ago, was in the college football uh, championship uh, playoffs this year has, has a proven track record. I know um, the Minnesota Vikings are, in high pursuit of him, it seems like. And um, obviously what Brian Flores did late in the season uh, with the Miami Dolphins, you know, you you have to think he's got to be, you know, on on a lot of people's top of their list, but Byron Lefford just knowing him as well as I do um, his understanding of systems, his relationship with players. um, And then also you think he was drafted to Jacksonville Jaguars, played really good football for them for many years um, has a great, relationship in the community with that city. Um, and I, I just personally would love to see him get an opportunity. Um, he's, he's worked his tail off um, as a player and, and obviously as a coach and, um, you know, winning the championship with our, with our co-host Tom Brady and Bruce Aarons um, last year. I, I just, I really, I would love to see him get the opportunity. You just
0: mentioned Tom Brady, our co-host. Uh, kind of an eventful weekend here uh, before the championship games. Uh, you never retired from the National Football League. To my knowledge, you've never turned in your retirement papers. So you have been the subject of tremendous interest, and your decision has been scrutinized and under a microscope. What do you think he's going through uh, having news break about him that's not coming from him?
1: Well, you know, first of all, as as his friend, um, you know, I, I hate to see that. Um, there's nobody who has dedicated his life um, and in the pursuit of greatness and done more for our game uh, than Tom Brady. I mean, what he's done on the field is one thing. What he's done in terms of worldwide visibility, um, TV contracts, franchise values, Tom Brady is at the the tip of the spear of all of that. And if anybody deserves the right to to have, um, you know, time to think about his decision, it's him um i i don't want to speculate on on what he's going to do or what he should do i want our friend to to make decision that's best for him and his family and at the end of the day i just want him to be a happy man uh regardless of what he decides to do and and tell us what it's like to go through this well i mean it's it's a it's a, it's a tough thing to think about when you've done something for 30 plus years um you dedicated your life to it um you know everything is taking a back seat to it um You know, it's to be able to play at the level he's played. It takes a a level of sacrifice that most people can't even comprehend. Um, From a physical punishment to the workouts to the time away from your family, um, it's it's a it's a life altering pursuit. And, um, you know, to to, to walk away from what you've done for 30 plus years is is no easy task. And especially for somebody who's still at the very top of his game, um, is in the running for National Football League MVP at 44 years old. Um, So if he decided to retire, I mean, it would be done at the very, very top of his game still. And, um, you know, so it's, it's a lot to consider. Jim Gray with Larry Fitzgerald.
0: So much more to come. Let's go is brought to you by USAA Insurance. We're dedicated to helping the military community protect what they've worked hard for with insurance that meets their high standards. Get the coverage you deserve. USAA Insurance.
1: USAA.
0: Stay with us. We've got the NFC Championship game to talk about. The Rams going to the Super Bowl and Aaron Rodgers right here on Sirius XM. Hey everybody, this is Lindsay Rhodes, and with the NFL playoffs underway, what better time than now to check out my podcast, The NFL Road Show. We're going to break down the biggest games, key players, every angle in between, with guests that go past the low-hanging fruit and get to what you really need to know. We'll have new episodes every Monday and Thursday, all the way through Super Bowl 56 in my hometown of Los Angeles. So please subscribe today, wherever you stream your podcasts, or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. Welcome back to Let's Go, I'm Jim Gray, along with the fairly decent, the pretty good, the okay, all right, the great, the great, the great Larry Fitzgerald. Let's Go is brought to you by Ring Alarm. We got to wake this guy Snake up. Snake, you're on about a six-second delay. What's going on with you? Very slow trigger. We're at the championship stages. We're at the Super Bowl. Can't you hit that button on time? Larry, what's going on with your guy?
1: Man, Snake, he's resting on his laurels, man. He's resting on his laurels. He's, got, he's gotten a little comfortable and complacent, but hopefully we can snap him back into place for this big game in two weeks.
0: We need him to get hit by Jalen Ramsey one time, just one time.
1: No, we would lose we losing for the Super Bowl if that happened. Uh, I, I don't know if he'd be able to recover. You know, he's a, he's a runner. You know, he's used to those non-contact sports, and you know, I, I just don't know if he's got the moxie to be able to recover from that.
0: Well, it is true. Ring alarm does have an award-winning system with professional monitoring, and you can install it yourself in minutes. Go to ring.com forward slash let's go for a special offer on a ring alarm today. That's ring.com forward slash let's go. Let's go and let's talk about what happened yesterday with the Rams. Uh, San Francisco had an opportunity to put this game away. Don't want to single anybody out, but Jaworski Tart. It was like a long fly ball to shallow center field. Matthew Stafford just put it up there and everybody waiting for it to come down and Tart dropped the ball inexplicably. That might have ended the game because the next play uh they go down and pick up a bunch of yardage with the uh, Odell Beckham and 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 then go on and win the game uh coming back and scoring those unanswered points. Um that was with about 7 minutes left in the game, Larry. Um it's going to be a
1: long long offseason for mr tart and his teammates because of that yeah jim that was a that was a tough play to watch um you know they were they were winning by three with you know a little bit more than seven minutes to go in the game and he would have caught that pass and had some some opportunity to run and put some put some yards up. you know uh, in their favor, you know, to be able to gain some much needed yards and who knows, get another field goal, score a touchdown, go up by 10 points at that, that juncture might've been able, been able to break their back. Um, so, you know, plays like that, you know, obviously swing the momentum of the game. They were able to connect on a few passing plays down the field and, and tie that game. Um, but it really just, it really took the win out of their sales on that as well. And it's, it's tough. Those momentum plays. I mean, you have to have those. And whenever you see a drop pick, you know, they always seem to, you know, it hurt the team more so than just that one play. You know, the team's able to get momentum. Like you feel like you got a second breath, second win, and you're able to go and do something more with it. And um and that was that was tough to see. How many teams are sitting home today
0: wondering how the Rams made it here to the Super Bowl? Do you think that everybody's saying this was just a huge missed opportunity because obviously Tampa had an opportunity here, uh couldn't get it done in those last forty-eight seconds. Uh they've got to be kicking themselves today. Um going up against a San Francisco team that has a fundamental inability to put points on the board uh, looks like a pretty good opportunity to advance to the Super Bowl. And the Rams uh, left it out there for others to do it. I'm sure Green Bay, and we can talk about Aaron Rodgers, uh, they're going to feel like this is a huge missed opportunity. Um, how much do you kick yourself in the offseason when you see another team advance that then you
1: think that you're better than? Well, I don't think you can look at it that way, Jim. The, the Rams have made the plays necessary, and they've got the bounces um, in football games that they needed to advance. I mean, there's there's no team that wins a championship or competes for a championship that doesn't have a few breaks that that go their way, Jim. Um, there was a lot of them that happened throughout this season that that bounced in their way. Sean McVay does a great job of coaching that football team. They're an opportunistic group. Um, you know, they've had times where you know haven't they have not looked you know like a Super Bowl contender football team, but When it comes down to it, they make the plays to be able to advance, and and they did it again this week. Um, It's amazing to me watching the Rams offensively you know who their bell cow is in, in Cooper Cup, and Sean McVay continues to find ways to get him open, to be able to exploit defenses in the red zone, um, in the deep passing game, in the admitted passing game, in the screen game. The guys are simply unbelievable, Jim. And you know he is their number one target, and he still finds a way to go out to get 11 catches for 180-plus yards, two touchdowns, had his fingerprints all over that game in pivotal able moments. He's spectacular to watch. And, and, and the Rams have made the plays.
0: And defensively, I don't recall, you know, over the course of a season, a team that puts as many hard hits on their opponents as the Rams do. I mean, they have a speed and a ferocity and a ferociousness that's almost unmatched. It's incredible how they're knocking guys down, seemingly all within the rules. And they're leaving a mark on several plays there has to be a toll that's taken when you're getting physically popped
1: like that time and time again throughout the course of a game. Well, Jim, you couldn't have said it any better. And it all starts up from what Aaron Donald may be the, the, the greatest at the end of the, at the end of the time, he, at the end of his career, he may go down as the greatest defensive lineman to ever played a game. Um, He, he made the, the game winning play at the end, putting that pressure on Jimmy Grappolo, making him throw that interception late in the fourth quarter. Um, And, and, from the secondary linebacker crew, they really do a great job of making you pay when you go across that middle and your ball carrier doing a great job of getting the ball out. Um, you know, they really fly around and um, that's why they went out there and made the big trade last year for Jalen Ram. That's why they made the acquisition of Von Miller and did the things that really, you know, spruce up that defense because they knew they had play the playmakers offensively to score. But you got to get stops to win championships in the National Football League. yeah.
0: So the Rams are going to have an opportunity. We hadn't seen it happen. In 54 years in the NFL, and now two years in a row, a home team will be represented in the Super Bowl. Tampa last year playing in Raymond James Stadium, and this year in SoFi, the Rams will play on their home field. Snake, are they the home team? Snake shaking his head, he doesn't know. Every time we turn to Snake, Larry, he doesn't know. That's what his wife says to <laughs> and his daughter. But unlike us, any athlete will tell you that it really helps to work with an expert. And if you're buying or refinancing a home, your expert is an independent mortgage broker. You can find one at findamortgagebroker.com. It's powered by United Wholesale Mortgage, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, number 3038, licensed in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Here's the good news. If Snake were looking for a job at United Wholesale Mortgage, I'd recommend him because he is an expert. He just is slow sometimes, Larry.
1: No, he's moody. He's moody. That's, that's what it is. I, I wouldn't say he's slow. He's just moody some days. He's a little bit more inspired than others. Probably tired from that 4 a.m. run this morning, 10-plus miles in, in the cold.
0: You know, Larry, you bring up the word moody. It seems like a good transition to your dear buddy. Aaron Rodgers, what mood is he in this week? What do you think's going to happen with him? Where do you think he will go? Is he retiring? Is he going to play football? Um, I know it's all speculation because none of us know. Don't want to engage in something that we really don't know, but would like your thoughts on his circumstance.
1: Yeah, Jim, I don't, I don't think he, he's going to retire. But man, if if he did, um, and and Tom decided to retire, could you imagine that that Hall of Fame ceremony? Jim, goodness gracious! It would, it, I, it would be the most viewed in all time. I, I mean, it would it would shut down all the all the to, the TV shows and all the talk shows. Everything would be captivated and uh, everybody would be captivated in watching that show. But I don't think he's gonna retire, Jim. I think he's got too much football left in the tank. Um, uh, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. I, I mean, I, I I don't I don't know why he want to leave Green Bay. I mean, it's, he's got such a great situation there. There's all the speculation in him about going to the Denver Broncos and. You know, if, if I'm him, if I'm looking for the easiest pathway to the to the championship is not going to the AFC, not going to the AFC West where you got Patrick Mahomes and you got Derek Carr. You got a young up and coming star, Justin Herbert. Um, you got Deshaun Watson coming back. You got uh, Joe Burrow. You got Josh Allen. You got such a deep, deep uh, crew of quarterbacks that are on really good football teams that you have to contend with. I, I like them in the NFC. Um, it, I think it's the easiest path for them to get to the Super Bowl again. You know, it's an interesting
0: thing here. Everybody wonders what's going to happen with these guys, and seemingly everybody's kind of clamoring. What's the rush to push greatness out? I mean, did anybody ask Van Gogh if he was retiring, or Monet, uh, the great artist? Another painting? Uh, Does anybody walk up to, to the great lawyers? Did anybody say to whoever they thought was a great lawyer, Jerry Spence, perhaps F. Lee Bailey was your taste? You know, you really shouldn't go in the courtroom anymore. It's time to retire. You've won a lot of cases. Really? What, what's, what's what's the clamor for retirement?
1: Jim is so different in professional sports. You know, a, a great artist can paint until the day he decides he doesn't want to paint anymore. A, a wonderful lawyer can, can practice law. Long as his mind is sharp, he can do it. A musician can still get up there on stage. Paul McCarthy's still cranking out concerts and selling out stadiums across the world. As a professional athlete, it's a little bit different. It's hard to dunk a basketball at 45 years old, and it's difficult to get out of a, a route at 40 years old. It's, it's difficult to score goals, you know, when you get into your mid-40s. It's, it's, it's physically, it's, it's much more challenging. And you compete But the these folks aren't having any players. difficulty. I understand, but the older you get, it becomes more difficult, and um, I don't think it's always physical. Sometimes it becomes more difficult mentally having to deal with um, you know, the game planning and, and the dealing with all so many existential factors that are coming along and things that are out of your control. It makes it more difficult. And you and you get tired of having to deal with, you know, all the BS to be quite frank with you. Such as, give us an example. Well, just not being able to have control of the things that you would like to have control of or you've earned, you know, just, Hey, we have the, we have a first round pick. There's so many glaring needs, I'm playing at an MVP caliber. Why would you draft a quarterback in the first round when we have glaring needs in the offensive line? We could use another wide receiver to, to help uh, Devontae Adams, or we can use another interior pass rusher. I mean, things that are glaring needs that, that could have been addressed. Those things are frustrating, and, and it takes it, it takes a toll on you. When it happens time and time again, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's tough. You know, he talked about it last offseason in the press conference about losing teammates and how – The organization handled, you know, teammates being gone, A.J. Hawk and uh, Clay Matthews and uh, Jordy Nelson and guys like that. He had great relationships with how the the organization treated them on the way out. You know, and so, you know, those things matter to you, the order you get, um, you know, those relationships uh, are very valuable. Larry, as always, we appreciate your time. Value our
0: relationship with you. Uh, We will see you out here next Monday for Super Bowl week as we get ready for the Bengals and the Rams. And uh, we will talk to you right here on Sirius XM
1: next Monday night. Uh, thank you, Jim. Looking forward to seeing you and Fran out there in L.A. It's going to be an exciting week and uh, can't wait for the game.
0: Our thanks to our producer, Dave the Snake Hagen. He does a great job. We've given him a hard time this week, but we love him. He's been with us a long time and he's terrific, but he's a little slow. Also to our production assistant, Harris Fabishoff. And to our sponsors, Mastros, USAA, Ring, United Wholesale Mortgage, and Golden NuggetCasino.com. Let's Go Podcast with Larry Fitzgerald was produced by 199 Productions in collaboration with Scratchy Productions. I'm Jim Gray. Thanks so much for joining us and we will talk to you again next week right here on Sirius XM. XM Podcasts.